Hi, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Simi Lerner. In this week's discussion, we are going to focus on a key idea, one of these foundational ideas. But at the face of things, it comes across as pretty bland. I'm talking about the Jewish home. And at this point, you might stop and say, well, I know what the home is. The home is your base camp. The home is your fort. The home is where your story begins, as the quote goes. And from there, you venture out into the outside world and you do what needs to be done. That's where the goal takes place. But from the Jewish traditional standpoint, that's not really the case. The home is a focal point. It's really where it not only begins, but in a way it justifies what happens outside. That's a bit of a broad statement, but to break it down, how we look at different concepts or ideas are pictured and painted by our historical and social environment. When we look at the word the home, we can't help but implant that with a certain meaning. We're in a society where your home is your base camp, it is your fort. You live out your experience and your worth outside your home. You recharge to be able to do more. That is how we look at the home. But the Jewish tradition offers us a different view of the home. So that's going to be our goal. And when I say it justifies what happens outside, what I mean is that what takes place in the home, or the validity or the purity, let's call it, of what happens in the home allows us to truly appreciate and understand the value of what is happening outside the home. And hopefully by the end of this, the language of Judaism considers the home to be very important will maybe take on a new light. So to establish a Jewish principle or a Jewish theme, we go to where it's discussed first. And where is the first Jewish home established? With Jacob, with Yaakov, that story of the ladder, of him running away from his brother, he is going on his own lech lecha, his own quest, let's call it. Abraham was told to go on a lech lecha, but he didn't know where he was going. The test was he didn't know where he was going. Yaakov knows where he's going. He's the receiver of this mission, and now he's going forward. He is now going to establish a home. And this really is a pattern, a paradigm for us, because we are known as Bnei Yisrael, we are named after Yaakov. And Rabbi Shumshin Rafal Hirsch not only looks at this as the first home builder, but what happens now, and the story that follows, is under this canopy of the Jewish home. Because the first state in which he rests his head, let's call it, his first base camp, his first, let's call it, the symbolic home he builds, is where he makes camp. He makes camp and goes to sleep, and we get that story of the ladder, the ladder story that has captured the imagination of generations, this stairway to heaven. This idea, this story, is often taken in like isolation as a message about the Jewish people. But for Rav Hirsch, it is a lesson that is deeply connected to the idea of the home. Because the first place he lays his head down to rest, this is where that story takes place. So it's not only a story of a ladder, it's a story of a ladder in connection with this idea of a Jewish home. So to recap this first idea, the Jewish home is being articulated by Yaakov, by his actions. He's leaving his father's home. He is about to build his own home with the Jewish mission and the Jewish task that he received from his father in mind. And he makes camp. And this story of the ladder takes place, this dream he receives of a ladder with angels ascending and angels coming down. So what does this message have in reference to the Jewish home? So we have a ladder. Now, a ladder is quite something you would expect in a religious tradition, this striving upwards, this striving for meaning beyond the terrestrial world. But that's not the whole story. In many cultures, you have ladders. 
You have ladders with people going up the ladders towards heaven, but something you don't have is you don't have things coming down the ladders. You have people, unfortunately, falling off the ladder, but never coming down. And that is characteristic of the Jewish mission. And that is characteristic of the Jewish mission in reference to the home. Yes, there is a striving upwards, but the question is, what is the importance of this dynamic relationship between these angels going up and down? Yes, the idea is to strive, but it's what down here that is brought up that matters. This world down here is where the action takes place. And yes, it is to be elevated, but it's elevated from down here. Down here is essential. How we act down here is essential. What we do down here is essential. And that we uplift, which makes the world that we're in here absolutely essential. And the localization of this story is within the Jewish home. The language of Chazal, of the Jewish sages, of Ika Shechina B'Tachtoinem, the essence or the focal point of the divine presence, is within. Rav Hirsch says that this is referring to your home with good reason, because this is where the, the task is lived out. But now we've described it abstractly, but now let's actually bring it down to everyday life. Rav Hirsch describes the home as the place of blossoming, describes the place of where you live out your Jewish mission, but how is that the case if we know we do other things out in the outside world that are also essential? When I said at the beginning, what happens in the outside world is justified by what happens in your home. That is a lesson of life that is very real. We all know people who are beautiful, charitable, kind and wonderful, where everyone can see them in the world of action, in the world outside their home. But if we turn the focus on their home and it looks like a dark place, how they act to their family, how they act within their own family environment, isn't a mirror of this? Then what's happening in the outside is a crutch. What is happening in the outside isn't a reflection of true morality. It's something else. But if it grows forth from a healthy environment in the home, if your home is the place that has been developed into an environment that it allows blossoming out, and blossoming is a key phrase because blossoming implies that the goodness expands beyond your environment. It expands beyond your home. That is the true way a Jew should be living his life. The good you do in the outside world shouldn't be at a cost of your family life. It should be an extension of your family life. So let's recap this point. Outside is justified by the inside. How you act in the world, essential as it may be, but what we're truly talking about when we speak about the Jewish mission, it stems from the home. That means it's not just a means to an end. It's not just where your story begins because then you can live out your true existence outside the home. It's where the goal takes place and that being done correctly, a recognition that you uplift this world, that the journey for a Jew is uplifting the world that we're in right now, but that is localized in the home and then for it blossoms out into the outside world. That is the true story. This also puts a shift in how we look at synagogue. Often synagogue is held up as some sort of ideal goal of a person's religious experience. But from a Jewish point of view, that isn't the case. Your focal point should be the home. Synagogue may be a place where you practice, where you learn, where you improve. But the actual living out is between you, your wife, your children, your father, your mother. That is where the Jewish mission is lived out. It then blooms. It flowers. And that is what happens in the outside world. And to end, Yaakov, after this event, says that this place, that he experienced this message, is a base Elohim, the house of God. And often people say this is referring to the temple, and one day will be built there. Rav Hirsch says no. 
What he means here is that this has the potential. My home has the potential to become a base Elohim, a house of God, if I live it out in this way. Thank you very much for listening. I had an interview recently with the Intentional Jew Podcasting Network, where they interviewed me about my interest in Rav Hirsch, teaching Rav Hirsch, and generally speaking, Rav Hirsch's outlook, and how that impacted me as an individual, but also as an educator. I would encourage you to check it out. Also, if you can give us a like and a stars on iTunes, that would be really appreciated. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos.